0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to uh, Southpaw's Tales of the Barstool podcast. Uh, another live episode. It's so awesome to be live again after doing so many pre-recorded. Um, as always, I am the founder and host, JD, and to my right is the hot and funny one, the hat, the hot and funny one, my wife and co-host. I'm the uh, hat Kat. one. Yeah.
1: You're, I, I'm the hat one.
0: Yeah. It's,
1: you're the guy who wears hats all the time, but I'm the hat
0: one. Yeah. So, sure. so yeah, we fucked it up right out of the gate, uh, tonight. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, make sure if you're watching this live, that you go to a uh, stream slash Facebook. If you want to make comments during the show and have us, uh, read your comments and possibly, uh, show them on the air. Uh, so yeah, streamyardcom slash Facebook and permission to see your name. Facebook doesn't get any or you other... are
1: Mrs. Fuzzy nipples.
0: Yeah. Mrs. Fuzzy nipples. If you don't do it and all we see is Facebook user on the comments, that's all you're getting. Um, So, tonight, we are going to be doing strange, funny, and fucked up news from around the globe, backed by popular demand. Uh, We did it one time on a whim uh, last season, and uh, have been told time and time again we need to do it again, and then after the second time, we were told we need to do it again. So, yeah, we're doing that. Uh, We have some pretty fucked up news for you. It's going to be awesome. Uh, It's it's going to be be super fun. Uh, Tell us what you're drinking in the comments tonight, whatever you're doing. Uh, So make sure that you can go watch all of our old episodes on YouTube or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Just search uh, Southpaw's tales from the Barstool," and you can find us there. Um, Also, if you're watching live, make sure that you click the share button. You tickle its little butthole.
1: Yep. You tweak that like buttons, nipples. Yes. You tweak that.
0: (laughs) Consensually. So yes, please like, and share this. Um, if You're tuning in for the first time, it is a lot of toilet humor, adult jokes. Yeah, so if, I
1: have a poop fact.
0: A poop yeah. fact out well, of the gate,
1: it's like a story. Like, a, I don't know,
0: is that gonna I be a story know. for later Why? on? I can start a-
1: with it, but I'm just saying, we stop to do our drinks. That's and more,
0: So, we're gonna be doing wines tonight. It's been a while since we've done some wines, and yes. anytime we've done wines, we try to keep it under 15 dollars a bottle. We just want to do something cheap because we're fucking cheap we're baller
1: budgets or budget ballers whatever jd calls us Um, budget ballers
0: so i chose these strictly on the label this uh hunter chaps chardonnay i got because it's really hard to see on the camera but it's got a masculine label with a big deer on it with gigantic antlers and this one has flowers and shit on it and it's very feminine so i got a masculine and feminine yeah, um, I'm
1: sure that has everything to do with the taste of the wine. So, so
0: yeah, it's we've neither of us have drank these before. Both of these bottles were under $15 a piece. We're gonna give you honest opinions as we do them. So I'm gonna open up this uh Chardonnay. We're gonna do f- the Chardonnay first.
1: first because the Moscato is sweeter. So if we drink it first, it would make the Chardonnay taste even drier. And Chardonnays are I'd say more of a medium bodied wine. Like there's like the Riesling, the Chardonnay, it's not too sweet, it's not too dry. So it's Schmack dab in the middle.
0: The only thing I know about wine is it makes me go like this after I drink it.
1: That's dry wine.
0: That's, That's all just, wine.
1: No, it's just dry wine.
0: All wines do that. So this is the Hunter Chaps. It's a 2019. Um, that was before the world went to shit. So 2019 was a great year. Uh, <laughs> this Chardonnay one's a 2019 also. Chaps.
1: So you got two 2019.
0: 29- but it's a uh, produced by It's produced by Hunter's uh, Chaps Sellers in McFarland, California. It's 13.6. <laughs> ABV, which is alcohol by volume, so it's a stronger wine. Uh, most wines are between ten and fifteen percent for the and most wh- part. And what
1: percentage is that, Milo? Thirteen point six. Thirteen point six. So more than beer, like double, right? Double what beer is?
0: Uh, double a strong beer. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just to put things in perspective.
0: And we Good don't. Ass, yes. I'm not pouring those pussy ass restaurant glasses either.
1: Yeah, that's like here, and they're like, oh, oh, wait, where? Can y'all see my hand? Here.
0: So yeah, that's like, the hundred traps. We um, like, no. I'll give you the information about the uh, Paquitos Moscato when we get to that one here later on in the middle of the show. But we're gonna go ahead and move on with our sponsors real quick so we can move on with this shit show and give you the good news of the day. Um our first sponsor as always is Five By Five Brewing Company. They are Born, Texas-made veteran brewing company based in Mission, Texas, co-founded yeah, by Army vet George Rice. With beers like the 40-millimeter Stout, Brunette Bombshell, and Fubar, it's no surprise this brewery is taking over the te- Texas markets from the Valley to the Coastal Bend. They're also uh, in Brian College Station now, the Hill Country, um, all over Corpus Texas. Corpus Christi,
1: Texas, Beeville, Texas, and everything. Yeah, the they're place. going
0: everywhere. So uh, make sure you ask your local bar, restaurant, or grocer to start carrying 5x5 Brewing today. If you've got
1: an H-E-B, go ask them. Because we found some of the H-E-B.
0: You can find them at 5x5brewing.com, facebook.com slash 5x5brewing. You can call them directly at 956-445-5421 or email them at info at 5x5brewing.com. Uh, they're very active in the veteran community, so if you have sure. a, a veteran um, event coming up, make sure you reach out to them. Um, if you're looking for veteran events, reach out to them. They're a great company. to. We've been drinking them for years before they sponsored us, so we were just very fortunate to, to have them on our team. Um, our next sponsor is OMOG Construction, founded by Marine vet Seth Knox and his buddy Matt Anders. They're general contractor serving the greater Houston, Texas area with a focus on concrete. No job too big or too small.
1: They have you covered.
0: From, from residential to commercial and industrial foundations and pads, OMOG Construction has you covered. That's there, where it says has you they covered. They have you covered. So you can find them at omogco.com. That's omaco.com, facebook.com slash omogco, and Instagram at omogco. That stands for one Mexican, one weto. Wedo uh, is Spanish slang for white dude. And those are our sponsors for this week's yeah, episode. Thank so, you. Thank you. Thank you. Can't you back to show. 5x5. Uh,
1: any excuse for us to get any kind of discounted beer from 5x5, we were on board. So we just started the <laughs> podcast and we can get cheaper beer.
0: So uh, we see some of you guys have already gone to StreamYard.com oh, slash facebook to um hurt my knee. to comment. So we appreciate that. We see uh, hi Mark, Chaz, hi Frank, Michael hi David, hi Thanks. Chaz.
1: Hey.
0: Uh, we got Mark with the C. I'm pretty sure Mark with the K will be on soon. Both of them are, are yes. religious watchers. We yes, love you guys. Thank you. So let's try this wine. You so are our like-
1: two loyal viewers. Oh, I've been drinking it this whole time. Yes,
0: Frank. We are truly live tonight. You know, I am not a wine person. And that's actually decent.
1: I like Chardonnay's. That's
0: actually and a this
1: decent one. Like, like I said, it's not too dry. where are like, like, you're like, you're like, look, oh, cotton mouth. But it,
0: it's not, it's also not like overly fruity, like a, like a uh, like this, wine cooler be. or something. <laughs> so.
1: No, no, it's good. I like it. So, but I've, I like Riesling's and Chardonnay's, so there's that. All right. Where do you want to start? Where
0: do you want to start? So start? this isn't a news, uh, uh. Article or headline or anything, just just a fancy little tidbit that today is National Chips and Dip Day. So if you have those in your pantry, chips and dip or
1: chips and salsa are the same.
0: Chips and dip, but salsa is a dip. So
1: because you got us Mexican food for dinner tonight and didn't get chips and salsa. I know I I failed as a man, husband, and father. (laughs) How dare you! I know we only eat like a fraction of the ones you buy, but still.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just don't. You know, everything in that Mexican food restaurant is awesome. It's greasy as hell, yeah. but yeah, yeah, the yeah, chips yeah. suck. Aww. I'm sorry. I'm just not a fan of the chips.
1: You, who is it? <laughs> Frank, says,
0: Frank says uh tits and dicks day. Is <laughs> it yes. everyday tits and dicks day?
1: That Yeah, I mean, it's Wednesday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um I'll go ahead and start it off. So if oh, you're just tuning well in. Then.
1: We have a miss Miss Fuzzy Nipples.
0: Yes. Make sure you go to StreamYard.com slash Facebook. Give me permission like to see your beer. name so we can see who it is. Because if we just see Facebook user come across the screen, um, we're just going to call you fuzzy McNipple. What are we calling him?
1: Miss Fuzzy Nipples.
0: Miss Fuzzy Nipples. I don't care so, if you're a dude or a chick, you're hi, getting Miss
1: Fuzzy Nipples. Miss Fuzzy Nipples. Um, it's nice to know you like beer.
0: <laughs> I like beer too. So um, if you're just tuning in, we are doing strange, weird, odd, funny, and fucked up news from all over the globe. And I'm yeah. going to start off with. Uh, uh, Tanique ask about. Okay, so we're not going to be getting into anything political, no. uh, drama, no. divisive, anything like that. I don't know no. a lot of people have asked about the man swimmer thing. I have my opinion about that. A very strong opinion about that, but man? that's what, not what this place is man for. Swimmer. The man swimmer. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. We're not so gonna... this is
0: this is all about fun and getting so away from the bullshit.
1: <coughs> weird. That is weird uh, news. Not yeah. on our thing.
0: So the first article <laughs> I want to bring is uh, right. in New Zealand.
1: Hey, I, and, I have a New Zealand one.
0: Hey, do you? So in New Zealand, go on. Um, their nation has pretty much locked them down unless you have a COVID uh, passport. And um it, it's pretty much martial law there. Everybody's locked down. You can't leave the house unless you have your passport on you have to have you know 37 vaccinations, whatever. Um but the 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 masses have become tired of being locked down. They're like, this is bullshit, the pandemic's over with. And so they've been protesting in parliament, which would basically be like us going to Washington, DC and protesting. Um, So to try and get the protesters to go away, they started playing songs like Frozen's Let It Go, uh, My Heart Will Go On (laughs) by Celine Dion, uh, Barry Manilow's Greatest Hits on Loop, um, a bunch of other Macarena, some other songs. And they were playing them on loudspeakers trying to get the protesters to leave. And then the protesters would get bullhorns and play equally obnoxious songs. and. The singer-songwriter James Blunt saw this uh, on the news and told the New Zealand government to use his song, You're Beautiful, no to try and scare off the protesters.
1: You're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> like, what, you think that they're going to have, like, flashbacks to prom where some guy tried to bang them? Like, no, not again, coach.
0: <laughs> Jesus, man.
1: Oh, sorry. Just me?
0: No, I have that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Let me put so my- so
0: yeah. <laughs> so basically, there's uh, there was a hundred and uh, I didn't uh, get the whole article written down, but there was either 112 or 122 protesters that ended up becoming uh they they got charged with with uh, trespassing and and protesting because in, in New Zealand you can't do it the way you can here. It's not legal, but. <laughs> They were the ones that were trying to run off from James Blunt's "You're Beautiful," so <laughs> so that's uh, that's what's going on um, in the Kiwi land down under.
1: I love it; it's funny. Uh, mine isn't that long, but I do have a New Zealand uh, story. So, this married couple were digging up their garden in the back of their house, and they hit something rock hard. They dug it up. A penis, and it was massive, and it looked like one gigantic potato. So they petitioned uh, Guinness Book of World Records uh, because by weight and by mass and by everything, it should have won. So I don't know if y'all know this, but Guinness Book of World Records is so intense they make you send DNA samples of the plant. What? Yeah. So when it came back uh, with the with the DNA samples, it wound up being a gourd which is like like a pumpkin, like squash. All, those are all gourds. So it wound up being a tuber of a type of gourd, which is the underground growth of a gigantic
0: gourd. So it was the, ro- it was the root of a pumpkin.
1: Exactly. So a, a potato is actually technically a tuber because it grows underneath the ground. It's like a rooted thing that grows underneath the ground, but this is not a potato. By DNA, it's a gourd. But otherwise, they would have won by mass and weight. They would have won. Sorry, New Zealand sucks to be you,
0: New Zealand (laughs) nerd. So, apparently, uh, uh, in New Zealand, calling somebody a Kiwi is like the equivalent of of like using the N word here
1: or like a bohunk to a German.
0: Well, y'all are a bunch of dirty bohunks.
1: Hey, 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 easy there, killer. (laughs) (laughs) Don't fuck with me.
0: So this next one is for all my fellow nerds uh, who are into baseball cards and comic books and all and that. And for that reason, I'm out. Yeah, this is this is for all my nerds out there. Um, there was that kind of nerd. There was a comic book that recently oh. sold for two point four million dollars. The uh, somebody came across with the uh, the Marvel Comics number one pay copy. It's the very first Marvel Comics ever to show. Uh, on the shelves, um, it, it there there was one that came on the market uh, anonymous, anonymously onto the market. It was in mint condition, as though it was just brought off the newsstands. Huh. Now, this was re- the the comic was released in 1939, so that's an 80-year-old oh, wow. comic 1939. book that is in mint condition. And think about it, back in the 30s, 40s, 50s, even up to like the 70s and 80s. Nobody collected them. You read them and then you put them on a shelf and yeah. then until the 80s. Or they and got 90s,
1: ripped and thrown away. Yeah. So it
0: wasn't a collector's yeah. item. It was just stuff that you read for entertainment. So someone just so, loved it and kept it. So yeah, there was a interesting. There was a, a this place called Comic Connect, and basically they they auction off comics and things like that, and it can't and it's sold. Uh didn't see what it sells for in 80 years.
1: Yeah. So I don't have a comic book. Whatever, but uh, you know who Amelia Earhart is, of course. Yes. Yeah. Okay, thanks. So in <laughs> 1928, she um, flew across the Atlantic Ocean wearing a specific helmet. Well, at a World's Fair, she wound up losing it
0: is it the one that that leather one with like the cotton yes, thing in all the pictures like yes, all of the pictures, exactly
1: so she wound up losing it in a world fair where she was doing like a promotional thing and all of that and um, the family that found it kept it up until recently so that the grandson whatever uh, wound up inheriting it and put it up to auction and got 825 I should have let you guess 825 thousand dollars for the Amelia Earhart
0: Jesus yeah okay that's pretty cool. I'm going to ask like, you a question. I and and left I, and a
1: random hat.
0: I'm going to ask you a question about that. And I want the same. Go. I want everybody that's watching to answer the same thing. Awesome. So right. let's say um, your grandfather did something historic like that. Yeah. You know, like your grandfather was Billy the Kid and you had his gun or your grandma was Amelia Earhart and you had that hat or something like that. Okay. And, and you inherited it as it's been passed Would down. I sell it? Would you sell it? Oh. Uh, and same to everybody that's uh, watching. If if you had something like that, that was a family heirloom, that was a significant part of history in one way or another. Would okay, you sell it or but, would you keep it and pass it on to I your think family? it really
1: depends. Like, is it significant to me? Like, this guy's probably like, I don't give a fuck about Amelia Earhart and sold it. Like, it's not like he's like a huge Amelia Earhart, Earhart fan. Like, I understand you can appreciate that it was your ancestors, like, Dig, but it doesn't mean it's your dig, you know. So I don't think there's any shame in selling it. And really, I think it would depend on the circumstance. If I think it's something that I don't need the money, and I know it's going to be worth a fortune if I leave it to my kids, and that could set them up, I'll just give it to my freaking kids. Well, if they deserve it.
0: No, oh, no. I think in in, in a case <laughs> like that, like I would have to sell it to like a museum or something, or somebody that has like a prominent collection. Where I think it is someone, gonna be appreciated. I think
1: someone who's spending eight hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars has a collection of samples. I don't
0: know. There's some pretty eccentric people that buy shit to destroy it. I mean, look at those YouTubers that buy Lambos to literally beat the shit out of them with hammers and it's saws like those and shit. dudes that
1: spend a fortune on plastic surgery for their girl and wind up cheating on her. It's <laughs> the same thing, just ruins it. <laughs> no.
0: I know plastic surgery ruined. It. I didn't mean uh, <laughs>
1: seriously. I just want that loose skin and uh, how dare you. How dare you?
0: How dare me. Uh let's see. Frank. Uh, my mouse will work. Frank says that heck? uh he would try to take down a family member first <laughs> <laughs> or try to find a museum to sell it to. So he's on the same page for me, you know. Uh oh, he said track. Track down, he corrected it. Track down a family member.
1: And Frank asked, Is the Chevy truck that got caught in the tornado in Texas one of your topics? No,
0: no, but that was
1: amazing. Did you watch the video?
0: Yes, and and (laughs) And we pushed on its
1: side, flipped around, and then set right back up. And he just we're
0: we're good, uh, seven or eight hours south of where all those storms were, even though we're in the same state, yeah. Um. You know, fortunately, as far as last reports I've seen, nobody died from from any of those tornadoes as massive and crazy as they were. So so that's a very fortunate thing.
1: Not that I've seen, but I mean
0: Um, As of like the five o'clock news, there was there's no death. So it's it sucks that people lost everything, but very fortunate that nobody lost life. Um
1: absolutely. Very fortunate. Sorry, I keep burping and stuff.
0: Stop well, nobody could hear Mm. it. Nobody knew until you said something. So there was a guy sharing in uh, California.
1: Oh, this is already going to end yep. bad.
0: California, it's already starting. I good. have
1: a California one. It's the poop one.
0: So, there's this guy in California. He got busted trying to smuggle uh, stuff across the border. Um, It's not drugs. Stuff? Yeah. Is it money? Not money.
1: Prescription? Not prescriptions. Uh, tequila. <laughs>
0: No, no, not alcohol, not vanilla extract.
1: Oh, well, then I'm out. No, he
0: got busted trying to... <laughs> I'm going to try to say this without laughing what too much. What is it? Trying to smuggle Earth? 52 reptiles in his clothes. He really... He in le- his clothes.
1: Wait, time out. That means he legitimately had a trouser snake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so he legitimately uh-huh. was caught. Uh, Shut trying to smuggle
1: door. That's
0: so a fifty-two lizards and a snake hidden in his clothes.
1: So he did have a trouser, yeah, trouser so snake. Trouser I can't snake. even say it right. I'm so um, excited.
0: So he was trying to go through the San Isidro border crossing. Um, <laughs> in February, he pulled. For, he was pulled out for another inspection. Uh, but yeah, they they were tied up. In Wait a sm-
1: minute. He got pulled out for an inspection. Like they didn't notice he had.
0: No 53 no.
1: reptiles in his pants,
0: who's probably sweating and shaking profusely. So, like, yeah, this guy seems suspicious. And, and oh,
1: like, uh, no,
0: <laughs> so yeah, they but, um, all the reptiles were alive and tied up in small bags, and they were in his jacket and his pants, his um, his pockets pants. and his groin area. And that is a direct quote oh, from the uh, Customs and Border Patrol. Oh, my Lantern. Um, Mm-mm-mm. nine snakes and 43 horned lizards. Were Boy, seized.
1: I hope it was worth it.
0: Um, some of the species were considered endangered, authorities said. You're going <laughs> to
1: go to prison, and there's going to be guys reaching your pants saying, I'm just looking for the lizard. Like, seriously.
0: But yeah, the 30-year-old man was arrested and charged.
1: How much? How much would someone have to pay you to do that? How much money would it cost for you to smuggle 53 reptiles, including a snake, in your pants across the
0: well, I smuggle a snake in my pants every day.
1: Does it? Does it dance if I if I do? No, <laughs> no,
0: no, it's too small to dance. Oh, stop!
1: <laughs> Have you? Haven't you ever seen a worm?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder what is what is uh
1: seriously? How much would it cost for you to do? For that? me
0: to do that oh, with man. a snake?
1: I know you're It, would, like it a...
0: would take tons and tons and tons off. of money for me to like. I'm not. I'm not a fan of reptiles. Like I can deal with them. I'll kill snakes if I need to. I'll leave the ones alive that I need to leave alive. but They I weren't would...
1: like loose. They were contained. Yeah, they so... were tied in like sandwich
0: baggies and uh, shit.
1: Oh. Gonna... Half of them are going to die. Yeah. It's... Uh,
0: yeah it's... Weird. Well, I mean, how smart do you think he was to try and smuggle shit on his body like that?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Which brings me to mind. It's not just California, but Cal there is bases in California. So I'm getting to the California point. So in uh there's a biotech company based out of Arizona uh that will pay you for your poop. What? They'll pay you how much for your poop. Uh by sample, twenty-five to seventy five dollars per sample. Up they said that people have made up to a hundred uh, uh fifteen hundred dollars a month.
0: Dude, I will send them <laughs> I'll send it first class. I'll send them poop every day.
1: So they have a donor collection facility in Arizona, and it's, uh, they use it to, like, study, like, gastrointestinal infections and disorders and stuff. And you have to meet guidelines. Like, you can't do drugs or alcohol. Oh, um, you have to be 18 to 50. No history of gastrointestinal problems. You're already out. Uh, Regular bowel movements. You don't smoke. You're not pregnant. Uh, But there's also one in Irving, California, in Cambridge, as well as in Arizona. And it's called outside
0: of the drinking thing. I mean, all their.
1: It's S E R E S, therapeutics. If you want to sell your shit, literally, it's like getting money back from the grocery store for consuming their products. Freaking do it. But I was like, this is a business. This is a business. What's
0: so you end? can find it on Poogle and sell it on PBay?
1: <laughs> oh my! Wow,
0: <laughs> that's wow. so horrible. That's what, stupid. Wait,
1: and seriously, what about XP? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's what y'all tune in for. Is <laughs> God that is <laughs> that's crazy though? Like
1: I know. Why isn't
0: there any there anybody in Texas that'll buy my poop?
1: I don't I know. I'm sorry, honey. You had it made. This was your dream job.
0: Mark <laughs> Mark with a K K says, if a chick can sell her farts, I can sell my shit.
1: There's a woman selling her farts?
0: Yeah, on uh, OnlyFans. There's a girl Shut that was selling her door. farts and bottles, and she's cleared like six digits a month I'm, this I'm shit.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna quit my job.
0: And Mark with a C says a poopologist.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. How, how how proud are your parents when you tell them, like, I study poop? Uh, right? Thank you for paying for eight years of medical...
1: I don't want to brag or anything, but I'm the manager poop. of a collection facility. Poor shit. I'm
0: a colostomy collector.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Moving on! He's, oh, you know what? She's like, I'm married to a plumber. We both clean pipes all day. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I love it. I love so, that one. And that was my favorite story because I knew that you would totally dig see, that yeah, and yeah. you'd be like, I know what I'm doing after I retire.
0: So um, in Indianapolis, there was this uh, teenager walking down the street. Here's meow, meow, meow. Looks up and there's this little uh, little kitten stuck in the top of a tree like this, uh, this stereotypical. Like on a cartoon. Yeah. yeah like, okay. I've never understood how a cat can get stuck in a tree and climb down. Or, or jump off down, and yeah. on, land on its feet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in theory. So this cat was stuck in a tree. And the kid, wanting to be a good kid, climbed the tree to try and rescue the cat. Oh. And got stuck. Oh. So the fire department, the the some of Indianapolis finest, had to go and rescue the kid that was rescuing the cat from a tree.
1: Wait a minute. Didn't you just say teenager? How old was he?
0: He was a teenager. 17-year-old.
1: A 17-year-old got stuck in a tree trying to rescue a cat.
0: Yeah. He climbed... um,
1: This is the generation that's going to save us, people.
0: He climbed uh, 35 foot into the air. Oh, my. And um, his positioning didn't allow for him to ease back down, quote, unquote. (laughs) Oh, so yeah, if
1: that kid's going to get stuck in a girlfriend someday.
0: So when everything was said and done, this is like the coup de grace of this entire story. Oh, no, it gets worse. The 21 year old owner of the cat ended up hiring a private company to rescue the cat because the kid never got it.
1: Oh, my Lanta. Seriously,
0: a private company. So, yeah, kid cat goes up the tree. So He
1: didn't even get the cat.
0: Kid goes up the tree. Fire department gets kid from tree, leaves cats, <laughs> even though they're the ones that are supposed to get cats from trees. You've seen it in every fucking cartoon oh. since you've been growing up. And they hire a private company.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: So yeah, that's that's
1: oh my gosh. That's yeah.
0: that's, that's that's our future right there. Fascinating. A 21 year old will hire a, a company and instead of saying, Hey fireman, while you're here with your gigantic ladder. Can you can you grab that for me? Oh my gosh. Appreciate it, bud.
1: So I'm going to take you a little off our beaten path here. So, you know, one of my biggest things is I want to travel eventually, right? Yeah. So I was looking up information like Venice, Italy sounds amazing. And I don't know if you know this, but they had a festival recently and all these celebrities went, it was a fashion thing, whatever. So I was reading about it a while back and I actually had to look it up to see if this is like a legitimate thing. And it is Um, apparently seagulls, there are very aggressive. To the point that these like upscale hotels are arming their guests with orange water guns to squirt the seagulls if they get anywhere near them.
0: Do green water guns. Because not they work? will
1: attack you. Apparently the orange color deters them. And now if they even see it sitting on their table, they'll the, they won't go near you.
0: I say bullshit because I've had seagulls attack me for my Cheetos, which are very, very orange.
1: Yeah, because we live in South Texas where food is orange. They're in Venice, Italy, where it the only orange food is probably carrots. So I think we're I think we're on a different page. And our seagulls are feisty, but they're not aggressive. These are aggressive.
0: God, I've seen some pretty aggressive uh seagulls at our beaches.
1: You know what? I still want to go. I wanna see the aggressive seagulls and be like, come here, little bastards.
0: While you're getting pushed around the taxi things with the
1: Right. Yes. What the fuck yes. is that thing called? A gondola. Gondola.
0: Thank you. I knew what it was. <laughs> I just couldn't. I was just blanking out on the you word. You know what?
1: I've been waiting to use that word for seven years. Seven years. Gondola. Son of a. what well,
0: was it seven across in one of your crossword puzzles or know. something? <laughs> At one point, you're just like, man, I, I need the. How can use I use this?
1: gondola in a sentence on a, in like a regular conversation? Speaking of innocent. So uh,
0: it's it's funny. You you and I didn't discuss any of our news stories prior, Mm-mm. and. and the similarities between some of ours, I just find so hilarious because I actually have. Talk about seagulls. I have a seagull um, story as well. You
1: have a seagull. Side story? note:
0: Whenever you have some time, uh, go to UrbanDictionary.com. No. And and no. look up seagulling.
1: No, I know what this is. You're welcome. I know what this is.
0: <laughs> but there I was. I just washed
1: my hair. Don't in no. <laughs> Ouch! God bless it. This thing keeps right. cutting my knee.
0: Oh. Don't put your knee on it. There is a drawer
1: behind here and JD leaves it propped open And the corner. is real sharp.
0: Just Let's see. Uh Mark with the case oh. says,
1: uh I'm already bruised. Look.
0: When they lived in Daytona Beach, a Seagull snatched a sandwich out of his wife's hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The <laughs> seagulls are assholes, man. They are the assholes yes, in the sky.
1: Yes, yes. But apparently in Venice, Italy, they'll actually attack you. So not just eat your food, but like um, Yes. I think
0: this was in Seagulls. this was uh I don't know where this story came from but there was a 29-year-old man who picked up a live seagull and commenced to um commit assault and battery against another human being using the seagull as a weapon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to let you uh
1: did he grab it by the legs that. and use the beak as, the, the, like, an ice picker? The, the
0: story did not uh, go into how oh. he utilized the seagull. I wish I had some more, but um,
1: Where? he picked Knife, it up. knife, hammer, hammer. Seagull,
0: got it. <laughs> <laughs> like, <who? laughs> yeah, AK, AK, tank, <laughs> seagull. <laughs> You're, no, he's but- like
1: this. No. Yes. Like, who does that? But,
0: but yeah, he uh, he started bludgeoning the individual, just a random stranger, <laughs> Wait, with bl- a seagull. He's
1: bludgeoning them.
0: <laughs> and then, um, the the story says, quote, he viciously <gasps> launched an attack on the stranger with a with, the, with, the, with, with, the, seagull, with the seagull, and then okay. started using uh his hands and fists. Um, he was on his way home from a two day drinking and drug bender when yeah. he came across a seagull and decided to pick it up. Don't do drugs, people. <sighs> Drugs make you get stupid weapons like seagulls. You know, a sober person would have used a proper weapon like a brick.
1: Uh, and Mark, Blue Waffle, if you look it up on what it is, Blue Waffle STD, you have to look at the images.
0: Uh, Mark, what the case says is that disturbing. beak force trauma. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <gasps> oh, there went the wine bottle. It's fine. It's empty.
1: Oh, my Atlanta, l- dude. Knocking over wine bottles. Don't get me crazy. I'll get a seagull on your head. Okay,
0: the The story, I uh, I did not see in the story where that was, but my guess would be Florida. That just sounds like a Florida thing. does sound like thing. a Florida
1: thing. That does sound like a Florida thing. So, where do I go next with this? I've got a few different roots.
0: A few different roots?
1: I do. I've got a few like different roots. I, I do want to tell you this. It's a very short for short thing. So there was this, uh, this dad and his son that were in Costa Rica ziplining through a rainforest, and a sloth was like slowly climbing the zipline, and bam, that kid went right smack dab in that sloth. The, you've got to watch the video. you oh, are there's video because this? the the sloth literally turns around and then goes like goes like this, like. Hey! <laughs> and slowly <laughs> crawls away. So they notified. I'm gonna <laughs> see
0: the slides, it's Like
1: <laughs> he literally went, "Hey!" It was so funny. <laughs> so the best part about it is the fucking video. <laughs> it is so amazing. The video is amazing because it was like a massive I- like. Bam! Head-on collision. I saw
0: some clickbait about that a couple of days ago. Did not click on. Oh the, on my the article. god! You would
1: not, you would not have been disappointed. Seriously, I did not know there was video. And then for he it. like slowly crawls away. And the article said that they did um, notify the zipline people. The kid was checked out, minor injuries. They found the sloth, and he's fine. <laughs> he's pissed. Cat knows this. Like, pissed. like
0: I legitimately want a pet sloth so Love badly.
1: I, I totally honeycottoned him right now
0: like I, I i legitimately want a pet sloth i want to call it mercury yes and i think it would be the coolest thing ever yeah. like just he also wants have... sugar
1: babies if anyone knows what that is
0: oh yeah if you don't know what a sugar baby he doesn't is, want look dogs
1: or cats anymore he wants sugar, babies, Dude, and sugar babies
0: and they are legal to own in texas which is fucking awesome they are hopping
1: around my house and shit everywhere yeah and... go
0: look up sugar babies and check out the videos those things are awesome i want like i want like a dozen of them but, to go look, with my sloth.
1: but first look up kid hit sloth on a zip line, <laughs> You won't be disappointed. <laughs> it was awesome. So,
0: so. We're, what the fuck, man? <laughs>
1: He's all slow motion.
0: I've got another rescue story. Actually, a lot of my stories are rescue stories. A story. lot
1: of mine are Guinness Book of World Records. I haven't even hit them. So,
0: yet. Uh, another rescue story was there's an elderly couple um, that were just enjoying their afternoon, mm-hmm. doing a, a, a Sunday ride on their pontoon boat in the lake. And, uh, they happened across this uh, younger couple that were on jet skis who lost control of the jet ski. Um, jet ski did not turn off and just kept going. So oh. they weren't wearing um, flotation devices. So who knows how long this couple had been just treading water to stay <laughs> stay alive. So the elderly couple did the right thing, and they pulled him up onto the, uh, on the pontoon boat.
1: Well, that's nice.
0: Where um, the drunken guy, it was a guy and a gal, and
1: that were on the jet ski or in the that boat were that on the jet ski them? that
0: were the rescuees. Okay. Uh super drunk. The super drunk dude starts assaulting the elderly couple that he just
1: uh they just rescued that them? just
0: rescued him. The fuck and the drunken girl tries to de-escalate it by pushing him off the boat. So they push him off the boat. Was um The old man being part of the greatest generation, (laughs) uh, pulled him back up to which started to commence getting his ass beat again. So he does what everybody in the greatest generation would do and shot him. (laughs) So he rescued him twice.
1: And then shot him.
0: And then shot him. Did he kill him? And he did die on the pontoon boat waiting (sighs) for authorities to come. Oh, shit. But he was in fear of the lives of him and his wife. I mean, they're old. They were frail. Getting beat by a 20-something-year-old drunk dude. And so, yeah, this guy got what he deserved. Wow. So, yeah.
1: That's real funny. (laughs) I have a St. Patrick's Day story for you, speaking of drunks. Are you ready? I love St.
0: Patty's Day. Okay, so
1: this guy took his lunch break from work, went home, made a corned beef Sammy, corned beef sandwich, took it to a nearby park, and just Parked in his car, eating a corned beef sammy. And here comes a couple of bear cubs. And they figured out how to open car doors. They literally opened up his car door twice to try to climb in and get the corned beef sandwich. And he's like, no! Gets the door closed. They open it again.
0: Was it Yogi and Boo Boo?
1: I don't know. No, that's offensive. Only we can use that word. But yeah, they opened the car the car door twice
0: just hey, a uh, of Chaz bears. says his uh, college roommate had a sugar baby and that they rock. I want one so bad. Of course. Yes. Uh, Joe's tuning in. Uh, he was one of our former guests. Uh, love you too, Joe. Great to see you here. Hello,
1: Joe. And, and,
0: uh, talking about my story about the guy that got shot. Mark yes. with a case said part of the fuck around and find out generation.
1: That's right. That
0: is a fucking fact. Right. That there. is
1: right. Bringing it back. We're bringing it back.
0: <laughs> Bring it back. Fuck <laughs> around. Find out.
1: That's right. We're bringing it back. Fafo. For a fa. Fafo. <laughs> Fafu.
0: Fafo. No, uh, fa. Fuck fa. around, <laughs> find out. <Fafo. laughs> this is
1: awful. This is terrible. This isn't this isn't good. We're not this even is, drunk yet. We're off the rails here.
0: Okay, since I did one about some dude getting killed, I'll do i I'll do a happy story Aww. next. So how many times have you checked your email and your spam? Or even not even in your spam folder, but in a regular folder, and you get something saying you've won. Or you've, you've won a bunch of money or
1: daily, daily,
0: or that a Nigerian prince needs help getting, getting his money out of the bank.
1: Oh, but he does. He just needs the funds to release it.
0: But, but we've all seen the things about you've won, uh, some kind of a sweepstakes. You've won whatever. Well, there's a lady, uh, Laura Spears, who, uh, was, she was waiting for an email from, from somebody Mm -hmm. and it never came, never came. That person swears up and down. They, they sent the email. And so she went to go check her spam folder to double check that it didn't go there. And she sees something. And I guess um, when she was high one night, she went on an online app and bought some uh, lottery tickets. Well, when you buy them online, it tracks um, the the, the, the the person that purchased them. Well, she saw in her spam folder that you won $3 million from the Michigan Lottery. It's like whatever, opens it up, and it was with the uh, proof of sale of the ticket that she bought went to her spam folder, and she legitimately got three million dollars <laughs> and found out via a spam-looking email.
1: I have a similar story.
0: But wait, wait.
1: oh, it's uh, the, the
0: highlight of that whole thing is she bought it while she was high, and she admitted to the news people <laughs> in his state that it's not legal to be high, and she's like, I was high as fuck.
1: <laughs> hey, she's got three million dollars. She's not scared of nothing. I guess that's how much it costs. to not give a fuck anymore. I got three million dollars, so eat a dick. I smoke weed. <laughs> like now, I know. And now I know what the cutoff is. That
0: you was know, just three mil. Three. Yeah.
1: Mil. So I have a lottery story. Also, believe it or not, really. So Wilbur Brown from Springfield, Oregon, bought a on Christmas Eve at the Moose Lodge, which I, where my my parents were elks. So the Moose Lodge they were having this like Christmas thing where you buy these numbers and it gives you 26 numbers over 13 weeks. So two sets of lottery numbers for every week. And after the first few months, he was checking them and they of course didn't profit at all. So he just stopped checking so his friends came over and saw the lottery tickets, checked him out online, and found out he won eight point nine million dollars and was just sitting on it. Didn't even realize. So yeah. So why they, can't
0: I find fucking winning lottery tickets for? Billions? So
1: there's two things. One, uh, the Moose Lodge that sold the ticket gets ten percent. So they will be, or I'm sorry, one percent. They'll be getting eighty-nine thousand dollars. Good for them. Um, and then he actually had signed up for the um, annual installments. So he'll be making a little over $200,000 a year. Nice. From spending however much it was.
0: There was, there was a, there's on, a... Uh,
1: 26 bucks, I think, 20, something like that.
0: There's a small town about 45 minutes from where we live called uh, Portland. Or no, Rockport, Texas. Rockport, Texas. And uh, somebody won five mil on a scratcher last week in Rockport.
1: Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. I I I, re- I reject that reality. That mil, can, it can't happen near me, and it not happened to me.
0: Five mil on a scratcher, motherfucker. They they can eat all the dicks because that should have been my scratcher. All of the dicks.
1: All of the dicks.
0: Every one of them. So, <laughs> hey, finish uh, your wine. I want to try this other stuff before we get to the end of the episode. Oh my lanta.
1: Okay, let me do a quick story, and then I'll check this. You ready? All right. Message in a bottle. Everyone's heard of this. So there was a on a British beach. They found a message in a bottle from 21 years ago, a Canadian girl threw in the ocean in the Bahamas, 21 years prior. She was six years old at the time. So it was dated 6-21-01. And the letter reads, and I cannot make this up. Please don't pollute. Thank you. <laughs> she threw a fucking bottle in the ocean. It says, please don't pollute. Okay, you that know what's what fucked up is, is
0: when you said 21 years ago for some reason my brain went to like thinking it was done in the 70s maybe 80s. No.
1: 21 years ago in 2001 and she was 6 years old.
0: Well I saw something um, a couple of weeks ago basically if Days and Confused was recorded right now uh-huh. with the same date range from the time it was filmed to the time it represented um Basically, the 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 soundtrack would be like fucking Jonas Brothers and not One Jonas Direction Brothers.
1: It'd be like in sync.
0: Yeah, it would be. <laughs> it, I think it'd be like two thousand <laughs> two, two thousand three frame if, if I
1: graduated in two thousand two, so there you go. I'm like, man! Hey now, you're an all star. Doesn't have the same ring, does uh, it? <laughs> man, love it. Oh, sorry, I gotta chug this.
0: Yeah, you gotta chug that shit. So,
1: wine should not be chugged. Give it to me, baby. Give me something. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Give me something good.
0: So, another rescue story. Uh, this is a really long article, so I'm just gonna give you the cliff's notes on it.
1: What are you, rescue nine one one?
0: That just happened to be the ones I found intriguing because Whoa. they're because all the rescues were fucking idiots, and yeah. <laughs> so, in uh, Flagstaff, Arizona. Uh, a New York City man decided he wanted to go hiking in Arizona. Well, that's yeah, well, that yeah. should tell you everything. I shouldn't even have to finish the, the, the story at that got it. New York City Yankee.
1: guy, Yankee, got it.
0: Goes hiking well, no in offense. the Arizona mountain ranges. Yeah, need rescued. So,
1: so he needed rescued. Okay,
0: so. Um, there's, there's signs I'm going to read. I'm going to read the, uh, direct quote of what the sign says. When when you go to certain places, it says warning, unless you are an experienced Alpine mountaineer, do not attempt Humphrey's peak in the winter. There is so much snow that it's difficult to follow the trail and very easily to fall off it. Moreover, the wind is absolutely brutal.
1: I actually read this article.
0: And so this guy called nine one one. He got lost on Humphrey's Trail because he wasn't uh, experienced and had no fucking clue what he was doing because he's from New York City and tried hiking. But he
1: said he was experienced.
0: Yeah. No. Um, So the Coconino County sheriffs had to go and rescue him. Okay. Um, So sounds good and everything, right? Well, he goes back out after he's rescued and tries to hike again in the snow, in the wind. In the winter. And in less than 24 hours after being rescued the first time, he calls 911 again to get rescued. Yep. Because he's from New York City and yeah. he went to Arizona Mountains to hike.
1: Yep. So the guy who found him the second time, did you read about that?
0: No, no. His no. name
1: is Philip Wyatt, who is from Arizona, who is an experienced <laughs> hiker. He said, He's like, he's, he was not, I saw his gear. I saw him. He was not equipped for this climate. He was not equipped. So the sheriff told the guy who was in the hospital because he did get injured because he fell the second time. He said, "Uh, and let me find it here. He gave, the sheriff gave him pamphlets and a book on preventive search and rescue information and told him, do not attempt another hike in my state. <laughs> I was like, that is so the guy was like, awesome. the guy was saying that he was an experienced hiker from New York and that now he's on all these broadcasts, all these news stations saying, y'all need to check the weather, learn from my mistake. It's Arizona in the winter, you dumbass. What did you expect? Like, And there's advisories all over, like JD said. This is you just being a dumbass. This isn't you not checking the weather channel, weirdo. I'm
0: fine. I mean, number one, I mean, let's say you're experienced. Why the fuck would you go somewhere? I don't know. And hike in sub freezing temperatures in a blizzard? Like, why would that be a decision that you make? Like, on purpose why would
1: anyone do that on purpose i don't understand but Where hey so some people what, what, what? oh my god you dug it you i can't i can't it. chug wine you're very does, you have a bowl do you have a bowl over there oh, jesus you pussy i do have one of those thank you for noticing <laughs> is it the pants can you see it through the pants did you try the
0: new one no i'm waiting on you so as promised this is our second wine that we're gonna be trying tonight um we have not tried these before um every time we do a wine we try to keep the price under $15 a bottle. Sure. Well there's new viewers so um this one is called uh Paquitos Moscato oh, produced wow. by Hamagan Cellars in Saint Dinius, Spain. It's 11% ABV. Uh let's try this Moscatos generally your sweeter dessert wines.
1: That tastes like a flower. Mm-hmm. It tastes like uh, there's a f- hints of flower in there.
0: Debt. That- Tastes like flour. It really does. It t-
1: not flour, like in what you bake with. I mean, like a flour. It tastes like flour.
0: It. Yeah, it definitely tastes. It tastes like- floral. It tastes <laughs> it like. It tastes like the potpourri that your parents put on the back of the toilet back in the day. Did you
1: just say it tastes like that? Yeah. You ate your parents' potpourri.
0: I mean, I wasn't told not to, and it seemed like the right thing to do at the time. Don't judge me.
1: I can't because then I have to judge myself because I let you impregnate me.
0: <laughs> Thrice.
1: <laughs> Willingly. <laughs> Willingly. So I'm going to knock out these Guinness books because I are these Guinness books. These Guinness World Records. You ready?
0: Yeah, it's just this ta- back to back. Yeah,
1: products. I'm going to bang these out. Okay, you ready? That's what she said. First one. Chicky nuggies. Chicky nuggies. So this uh, British woman set the uh, Guinness Book of World Records for the most amount of chicken nuggets she could could eat in 1 minute and it was 19.
0: 19 nuggets in a 19 minute. 19
1: nuggets in a minute. Mm-hmm. 19 nuggets in 1 minute. Is that
0: only a female record or is that That is a record. record. Period,
1: the end, it's a record. So, she has this is her 7th Guinness World Record by the way. So, she has one for Fastest time for eating three minced pies. Fastest time for eating three pickled eggs. Um, Fastest time of eating one muffin without hands. Um, What is this? Oh, um, the most amount of marshmallows eaten in a minute. And most amount of tomatoes eaten in one minute.
0: I want to see her eat two MRE crackers (laughs) in five minutes without drinking any water.
1: Oh, maybe she can't. So apparently it's she's impossible. just a competitive eater, and this is like her jam. So uh good for you, girl. I'm sure you're making your husband real happy. I bet he goes in a minute. <laughs> no.
0: Ah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's no fun when you give me a like courtesy laugh. But, no, uh, I was
0: I was thinking about her how, coming in a minute. You no, know, how bad her gas has to be <laughs> and her husband having to deal with that shit. <laughs> Maybe she can sell her poop to that place in Arizona.
1: With whole marshmallows in it.
0: <laughs> whole eggs. Farted, whole undigested I
1: farted a marshmallow. <laughs> a, whole, just,
0: a whole pickled egg came out. An entire egg.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he once farted a whole plum.
1: Uh, I, I was plumb plum surprised. surprised. <laughs> All right. So the next uh, world record is actually pending, believe it or not, because Guinness. It takes their sweet ass time and has to investigate the shit out of everything. And this is Hoff's bra, which is a restaurant in Michigan. So on St. Patrick's Day, they attempted to make the largest Irish coffee at 550 gallons.
0: So, so by Irish coffee, the main coffee and whiskey
1: and cream and all that stuff. So I'm going to let you guess fit, uh, 550 gallons of Irish coffee. How many gallons of whiskey did they use? Every well, guess. Everybody guess. Comment right now.
0: So 550 gallons. Mark, total, you been to that right?
1: restaurant? Really? That's awesome. So it's
0: 550 gallons. 550 gallon total. 550
1: right? gallon total so, but there's, I, there's coffee, there's whiskey, there's brown sugar, and there's cream. So and gonna, I will tell you all of the amounts. At the I'm, I'm going
0: to assume that they don't make it as strong as I make my Irish coffees. So if it's 550 gallons of coffee total, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I would mm-hmm. assume that it's probably 400 gallons of whiskey. <laughs> no, no, uh, no bullshit. I would guesses? say I would say 100 gallons of whiskey plus minus.
1: Any other guesses? Uh, Mark says 125 gallons. Yeah, Mark. With any K. any other guesses? Anybody, anybody else guessing? <laughs> I didn't write down the type of whiskey they used, which is kind of disappointing. So I will save the whiskey for last and let other people guess. They used 69 gallons of cream. They used 190 pounds of brown sugar, 412 gallons of coffee. And we've got a couple more guesses. So Frank said 130 gallons and uh, fuzzy nipples, Miss fuzzy Nipple said 500 question mark. (laughs) Um, It was less than what anybody guessed. 69 gallons of whiskey is what they
0: used. At least they used a fun number. Yeah.
1: (laughs) 69 gallons of cream, 69 gallons of whiskey, and then 412 gallons of coffee, and then brown sugar. Yeah.
0: I'm really, that is a, that's a pussy ass,
1: Oh come on now,
0: stop! Irish they, they're
1: trying to make a profit off of it. You know what I mean? They're gonna sell these. You know I they know, are. You st- I know, but I know. I'm a, sorry. It's that's just like a half, to you. I mean,
0: if you do the ratios, it's like a half shot of whiskey.
1: It's like your grandma's hot toddy, man. For Is a, there whiskey? In
0: there? No, my grandma's hot toddy was mine. Mine was stout. too. Shout
1: out! <laughs> Shout out, mama.
0: So, yeah, this uh, this wine. I see why it was
1: $9. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like it? You know,
0: we're probably not going to finish this bottle once we're off the air. Just heads up.
1: All right. There's one more world record, and this one's not as fun as the others. So in India, uh, the world record for fastest time to visit all train stations within a national capital was met with two, uh, 254 stations in 16 hours and 2 minutes. And that was at the Delhi Metro, and the guy actually works for them. He is a Delhi Metro Corporation employee, and he said that it, it totaled out to be 216 miles that he traveled in that 16 hours. So, which doesn't seem like a lot to me, but yeah. I'm like, hey, whatever. But um, yeah, so that's how he knew the the, the routes and the fastest way to take it. So he did break the record. I mean, and I they actually Delhi, recognized it already. So
0: I love Delhi because it's not the same thing. You can go and you can choose like how thin they cut yeah, your meats And then you gotta draw the number
1: and, and you're like, No.
0: like <laughs> <So your> beetle <laughs> 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 so It is time for us to start getting going. Uh we're actually got a long day ahead of us tomorrow. We're gonna be celebrating our uh, anniversary 17 years together or 17 years married 19 together yes. so tomorrow we're gonna to be doing that so we have to get nice and toasted tonight so we can fall asleep so we get up tomorrow
1: and chug a bunch of water before our couple's massage
0: and yes. yeah so uh this has been the strange funny and fucked up news from around the globe thank you again for tuning in to southpaw's <laughs> tales and barstool uh make sure that you go to youtube and subscribe make sure you go to uh, any of your favorite podcasting platforms uh you subscribe share
1: Don't forget to tweak that like button nipple.
0: Tickle that share button's butthole. You know it likes it. Just, just you don't put it in. Just a little tickle.
1: (laughs) One more time. Just a finger.
0: Just a little tickle. (laughs)
1: Oh my god! Your your finger moves really fast.
0: You've never noticed that (laughs) (laughs) ever.
1: (laughs) Happy anniversary, man.
0: (laughs) Happy anniversary. That's what
1: got us through 19 years. Right so, thing. Um, we have
0: uh, one more week of going live for you next week. So don't forget to tune in uh, for that. We are doing a very uh, personal subject next week, as far as um, things that used to be our hobbies and our passions that we don't do anymore and why, and if we want to get back into them. Things just as you adult and you grow old, things that you let go, and we want to get you your input. Things that you've done. So definitely. Uh, Definitely tune in for that. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, We love you. Thank you.
1: All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. (laughs) That got me.